Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Nightbreakers and Minted AMA, hosted by the Cadena Project Network. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everybody. Nice to see a bunch of people rolling in here right off the start. So uh, we'll give it a few minutes here for everyone to get ready and uh, for the word to get out and for some people to get in. So make sure you guys share the link that we are now live. And we will get this show started in a few minutes here. So if you folks haven't checked it out already, make sure you guys go check out our website, KadenaEcosystem.com, where we have over now 120 plus projects listed. Everything that you can find from NFTs to DeFi to pretty much anyone that's building on the Kadena ecosystem is listed there. We also have a page of classified ads pretty much under the build section where you might be able to find your dream job working with possibly us at uh, Eucalyptus Labs, or even maybe a job with the Cadena team itself. So there are quite a few listings there. So make sure you guys go check that out. And there's also a calendars page that shows all of our upcoming events. We have lots of AMAs and events in store. So make sure you check that out as well. So we'll just give it a two or three more minutes here. Let a couple more people roll in and then we'll get started because this is going to be a very big AMA. That's that, that's awesome, man. Did you say 122 projects? Yep. Yep. Damn, that's what's that's- listed there now. <laughs> That's that's great, man. I mean, I know a couple months ago it was not even a quarter of that. So, wow. I mean, that's just yeah, kind of mind blowing, man. Awesome to hear. Well, when we launched our website, we launched with fifty projects. So, yeah, it's blown up quite a bit since then. All right. Well, we might as well get going into this because we have a lot to talk about today. We have two amazing projects on tonight. I know uh, one of them has been definitely listening to pretty much every AMA we do, and that would be Mintit. They're one of the big launch pads that's going to be coming out on Kadena very soon here. And then we also have Nightbreakers, who is going to be the very first project to launch on the Mintit platform and is also a very unique NFT project in its own right. So I'm very interested to learn a lot more about both of your projects. So not sure who to start with. So let's maybe start with Nightbreakers and uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, how you got, I like to find out how people got into crypto and then just about what the Nightbreakers NFT project's all about. Hey, thanks a lot for having us on. Um, so Nightbreakers um, started off around uh, three months ago, I'd say. And um, it started off with a few friends of mine, um, Jeremy, um, Ivan, and myself. And we're all just friends um, in crypto. Uh, Jeremy, I met through a mutual. He's a really talented artist. And uh, myself, I've been in crypto for around two years now. And I also work for DocuShield. And I mean, Nightbreakers is a collection of 6,000 unique NFTs that uh, introduce on-chain mutation. And we're going to be launching on Mintit. So yeah, that's just a little intro. 
I love the uh, mutation thing of aspect of your NFTs that sets them apart from any other NFT I've seen, even ones on other networks. Now, I'm assuming this is something that is only possible through the Kadena network and the Kadena and Pact. So that kind of answers the question of why you guys chose to build on Kadena. But uh, maybe just go a little bit more into depth about how you're utilizing Kadena, because what you guys are doing is definitely stands out from the, the herd. For sure, yeah. So, um, I mean, we're going to be launching with Minton until it's on Marmalade. But as a whole, like the, the NFT is actually... There's six characters in the collection of 6,000. So each character, uh, when it mutates, it mutates into a monster. And um, so there's going to be 1,000 uh, variations of each monster at night. And then during the day, they're all um, sets of like ordinary citizens, punks that are at a concert. So if you go check out our website, there's actually like a storyline to it. There's a few trailers. And um, yeah, so the NFTs actually mutate and they mutate and like they display all these like cool rarities and stuff at night. And then that's between um, 12.01 a.m. UTC to 12 p.m. UTC. And then um, 12 p.m. to 12, um, 12.01 p.m. to 12 a.m. Um, uh, UTC, it's going to be um, the day version. So, yeah. And then we have like a bunch of like utility coming out. We already started working on um, Kadena Whale Alerts. I'm not sure if you guys um, saw that on Twitter, but that's um, a Twitter bot that tracks um, whale movement of tokens across the Kadena ecosystem. And then we're going to be launching a DAO, play to earn game, um, comics. I mean, there's there's a lot in store for sure. Awesome. Yeah, there's there's so much involved in NFTs. And it's great to see uh, someone doing things a little differently. I'm very interested to see um, now when it comes to seeing these mutations and seeing the different forms of your NFT, uh, will this only be able to see, be seen on the Minted platform? Like in like, no, no, so there, the, or? Uh, no, no. So the cool thing about like, um, packed and like um, the way the car smart contract plays out is that you have these um, call functions that um, you use to display the NFT and so in your wallet anywhere in the ecosystem really as long as they're um, using um, the minted smart contract and they're calling um, the right function to display the NFTs it'll automatically return um, the NFT to be displayed uh, based on the time of um, on based on the UTC time which is um, the time for Kadena blockchain. Yeah, that's that's what's really special. I feel about this because it's also something like I said, it's not something you've seen. You've seen mutations of NFTs on other networks and things like that before, but usually it it's a whole new NFT that you get, and it's not, you know, a self-contained all-in-one exactly. Thing. And that was kind of like what we wanted to do was really like um, tie it into like our storyline and and how that plays out. Because um, we were thinking about this NFT collection, but we never really thought about uh, mutations at inception we we started off as like okay what do we want to build the storyline around like what do we want it to be so that's where we really um dug in is like we we put out the storyline we really talked about it as a team and then once we had that storyline set out we were like oh shit oh, holy shit like this can tie into mutations it's going to work on Kadena. and so then we started looking into that and then after we kind of like um tied in this like mutation concept the storyline again and um yeah we just kept going from there now, for people who may not be um, completely like they have been following along with Nightbreakers and following the website and everything, can you maybe just give a brief synopsis of the storyline and of, of Nightbreakers and what to expect? For sure, for sure. So I can actually just read it out to you guys. It's like on the website. So it starts like this. It was a warm summer night when a rock concert was underway. The ground shook, leaves fell off the trees, um, car alarms sounded and windows shattered. 
The unholy music was so powerful it opened a portal, a portal to hell and unleashed a monstrous plague on humanity. People began to mutate into all sorts of monsters. Many turned feral. From here on out, it is survival of the fittest. Citizens began looting, shooting, and even puking. And not, um, and not before long, the capital had t- been taken down. Arguments and fighting ensued, and the threat had grown even stronger than before. The world plunged into a monster anarchy. Amongst all this madness, a small group of friends survived the plague. Well, somewhat survived. The plague had dramatic effects on their physiologies. At 12.01 a.m., the virus kicks in and mutates their bodies into creatures of the night. Similarly, at 12.01 p.m., they mutate back into their normal bodies. Onyx, Blaze, Jade, Sylvie, Jules, and Rosael develop superhuman abilities to fight the zombies and survive. So essentially, there's like, um, in the storyline, there's these six characters that I was talking about that um, survive the plague. But they survive um, in the sense that they, they st- they're still like holy and they still have control over their soul. But at night, um, they still turn into monsters and they still have to like fight the, um, the zombies and fight everyone else who's transformed. But they've transformed into, uh, into these creatures that wherein they can't like control themselves. So that makes sense. So it's kind of like a zombie apocalypse theme thing. But then it's like monsters as well and like surviving. And it's like, only these six characters can survive, and they have to fight. Um, they have to fight the the demon who opened up the portal and everything. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then Jeremy made these like cool trailers where you can go like look at them on YouTube or on our website, and it, like you'll have like a better understanding of um, of what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've watched the trailers. They're very cool, and definitely leads down the path to what I see in your roadmap will be comics of the NFTs. Now, another, I was I've been around a couple different networks that have done this before. Uh, the last one I was in was Elron, where they have the Amides Amides collection, I think it's called, and yeah, they're like NFT comic books that you can you download, you get the NFT. So when people hear NFT comics, what exactly? Uh, is going to be involved with that? Will it be like something you go to a website and you hook your wallet up and you're able to flip through and read a comic book? Or will it be built right into the NFT itself and be kind of like an SFT uh, uh, video NFT? So we're still working out the details with Mintit, but um, the proposal I had was um, kind of a... Um, a, a structure in the metadata wherein like you have like a base image for the cover of the... Um, of the comic book so um you can actually resell the nft afterwards and then within the metadata itself there's um the book is displayed with like hashes and everything um so you can actually flip through the pages um on our website when you connect it but that would be more of the interface like interfacing would be uh something that we would have to um uh, implement through our website um because you would uh we wouldn't expect other people to like interface with our comic books the same way they would in- interface with other ones, unless we actually propose a standard for comic books and then we go from there. But um, yeah, the whole goal is to have a wallet connector on our website and then you can connect it, go to the comic book section, then you can see it there. But then you can also resell it on the Minted platform and then you'll have like additions for them and all that. But um, these will be airdropped to like the Nightbreakers holders. So there you go, folks. There's a reason right there to get right in on the ground floor because, you know, getting in on that initial mint will mean future airdrops for you in the future. And um, I've yeah, seen a is, lot this of is different. Just like uh, one of the things for like the Nightbreak. This is like the fun part. Like Jeremy's handling. Like he's the creative director, so he's handling all the creativity and all because that's his passion. And then um, Ivan, Ivan is like the writer and everything. Um, so it all ties in perfectly. But we also have like coffining. We have like a DAO that's going to be coming. It's called the Unholy DAO. 
and then like the end goal is to like um have like community driven like tools and projects and then as, as well as like creating a game um that's play to earn for like the nightbreakers holders and then a web 2 version for like normal people who just want to interact with the game and not have to deal with like the crypto side of things I was going to say the the whole storyline just pretty much reads like a video game. <laughs> so yeah. like just the way, like you know, when you think about it, like, you know, during the day you can run around the city and kind of collect things and do stuff. But then when your character turns into this monster at night, you go out and you fight zombies and blah, 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 with superhuman strength and definitely could see a lot of potential for a, a, a game in there. That's definitely for sure. Yeah. The, like the proposal we have in mind right now for, um, after mint because the, the whole goal is to like mint then get the unholy dao going and the purpose of that is so that uh, we can really get a community consensus on like what we want to build like what do what does the community community really want as a video game and um what is something that everyone would play you know we just don't want to like build a game put it out there and then hope people are going to play it we'd rather build one um around the community um and then um and then launch it because we know they're going to play it and so um the first like um, idea we had and the first propo- proposal we're going to make through the unholy DAO is like a a third person co-op zombie survival game and then um a third person 4v4 combat um game so it's like with abilities and like the mutations are going to be in game and you're going to be able to buy nfts in game it's like um there'll be like a leaderboard tracking play to earn and so you'll get rewarded and yeah there's like a, a bunch of mechanics that go into the game um but we want to seamlessly integrate it um so that it looks like a web 2 game but it's really a web three game um and it uses the cadena blockchain as much as possible wherever it's necessary yeah because video games that uh like they really if they're using blockchain it's either just pulling very small specific data or for transactions of some sort in game there's not really too much you can really use uh for in in a video game but still you know that it's i definitely see that a video game and a comic would definitely be something I would vote on for a DAO for directions, because those are both uh, known things that you know are going to have both uh, good value for the community, but also good return value and good floor price and stuff on the secondary markets, which for other sure, people, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of people are into. So, yeah. And we're also like uh, working on like community tooling. And so the first thing, that we set out was um, to do was the Cadena whale alerts. Um, so like I said, that's like a Twitter bot that tracks like uh, the movement of tokens and the spread of them across the blockchain. And so right now we have over like 10 tokens, I'd say that we're tracking. You guys can like, it's I think it's on the banner on the Twitter profile. And um, so that's like right now, the um, the API calls and everything are just simply um, Twitter, Twitter tweets. And our end goal for that um, in October is to launch like a, a front end um, with um, a tr- like tracking tools to see the actual spread across like exchanges, wallets, movement, like with time, like a lot of like charts and like analytic tools. Awesome. And There's that's definitely that would be, like, lots of tools. That... Yeah, Go that ahead. would be something that's free to use and like um, you'll have like a free API and everything. That's just something we want to build out for the community. And I think it'll be really helpful with like... Um, making like decisions on like whether you want to invest in Cadena like in a, in a p- particular time period like just you know just you can really do anything and model that data the way you want to model it yeah because especially when it comes to seeing like price changes and trades 
uh, across, you know, most people follow like a certain exchange and use it for their pricing or something like that. But when you get it across all ex exchanges that you can track and get an average, you get a lot bigger and better picture of where, you know, things are actually going. For sure. Yeah. And then you can like, we're, we're going to build out tools for like whale, whale wallets and like how they accumulate, sell, like all that kind of stuff. So you can even look at like individual whales in the ecosystem and like how they move um, tokens around. Exactly. There's there's so much, and the good thing about the blockchain is that it's all trackable too. So it's, it's all trackable, can... but it's about yeah, building those tools that are able to get like get that data and like um, put it out like in a seamless uh, fashion. Yeah, we definitely need more tools like that in the ecosystem, and it's glad to hear that people are building them in the background. So let's uh, maybe look talk a little bit about your DAO now. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be. Uh, is it going to be tied to the NFTs itself, or are you guys yeah. planning on having any kind of token? You're never, you're not planning on tokenizing or anything like that. Um, so yeah, we are actually. So the way the, but then it's not. It's going to be a different type of token. It's not going to be one that um, you would use as swapping and everything. Um, so it's it's kind of like voting power. It's like a voting power token, wherein like you, it's only for the Nightbreakers NFTs. So like a holder can come in to the website, coffin their NFT. Um, so. It's basically like staking, so you lock it up. And then um, once you cough in your NFT, you actually get voting power with time. And um, yeah, that voting power has like, uh, you get more voting power for like the proposals we put out. And then we're planning on having like community elects to work with the team and to like bring in community proposals as well, because we want to allocate funds to community development and projects and we want to help direct them and really help build those tools like that I was talking about. <clears throat> I like I like the idea of staking the NFT to give people so that's how you get your voting power. I like that idea. It's you know it's uh it makes people want to stay within the community and not just sell their NFT or whatever. It makes them want to be part of it and it makes it yeah, more interactive if, if, for the user. Exactly. And if like once we once we launch our game and everything and you're actually like playing the game, um it's in your best interest to like stake the NFT. That way you have a say in like the direction of the game, like what we incorporate in the future, like um, seasons and all that kind of stuff. And so it'd be in your best incentive to like hold it and then like vote on these proposals because you're the one playing the game and you might be making content out of that as well, right? Now, uh, when are people going to start to get sneak peeks of the actual characters themselves? You, There are some sneak peeks in the trailers and things like that, but yeah, so there's, uh, I'm sure people would... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. So there's, um, there's like sneak peeks in the trailers, like you said, but... We want to just reveal them all when um, the re reveal date's set out. So we, we mint our NFTs and then there's going to be, we're still deciding on whether it's going to be a week or two um, or instant reveal. And so you'll get the reveals instantly and you'll see all the characters um, as you meant, which is pretty cool. So we want it to be like a surprise we, um, for the community. We don't just want to like put it out before mint so it, like it builds up and everything. Kind of like how the board Apes did it a little bit. I think theirs was like a week or two into the project yeah mm -hmm. now um what about rarities now how will that work for these nfts will some characters be stronger than others or things like that no so the way we're doing it is that at night when your nft mutates into a monster um there's six different of uh, six different variations of these monsters and each of them have their own unique abilities um however we um we're designing it in such a way that there's enough like neutral defensive and offensive characters and that all their abilities are kind of balanced, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I like so, that idea of not. It, yeah. It's more of a, a team. Like you want to build a, a team and have maybe one or two good offensive characters and a exactly. couple defensive characters. Kind of like yes. building a deck, like a deck mm -hmm. of cards for Magic or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, there's different characters, and each of them are based around a different theme. So, like, the first one we like put out in the trailer was Blaze, and as you guys see, he's like uh, themed around fire. Um, and so he's going to have fire abilities and then like someone like Onyx is going to be elemental. So he's going to have like stone and earth abilities and, um, and so on. And then there's going to be flying ones. There's going to be like different demons and like monsters. So there's six of them in total and each of them have like specific abilities. That, that's awesome. I, I, I could definitely go on probably for the entire hour here just talking about this NFT project because it's just it's just so unique and just so different from everything else I've seen. That, yeah, you know, that's really what we're so much to talk about. Yeah. So let's let's maybe switch gears over to Minted, who's been sitting very patiently uh, listening to all this, <laughs> which he's very used to doing because he pretty much listens to all of our AMAs, which I am forever grateful for. But uh, let's uh, get into Minted. Let's get into uh, what you guys are up to, what you, why you decided to build this launch pad and what you're bringing. Howdy. Um, thanks for having us on. Um, Adrian, right here from DocuShield and Minted is, um, you know, extension of DocuShield. And before we even get into that, man, I, I mean, I don't blame you for uh, wanting to dig into Nightbreakers. It's an amazing project. Jules is, is creative as hell. I mean, I get the luxury of working with him on a daily basis um, here at DocuShield. And uh, it's always cool, man. I mean, the the ideas that we have, you know, uh, between each other just seem to complement every, you know, um, just what, what goes on internally here, you know, on the team. So um, really first thing I want to stress is, you know, uh, the importance of what's happening with Nightbreakers. I mean, this is going to be the first on-chain mutating, uh, you know, NFT that, that really showcases the power of marmalade impact and like it feels amazing to be able to do something that that's not done before you know this is something that has never been seen and i think once people catch wind of it they're gonna see you know what's different what makes kadena unique what makes marmalade unique and um so i mean we're just super pumped and super excited to be um, you know teaming up with the nightbreakers team and and doing this and then just knowing them all personally and the work ethic behind you know what they're doing um is as i mean it was kind of like a no-brainer let me we have to launch you know uh, with nightbreakers um their artist uh jeremy or rosael he uh he actually did our creator passes and our alpha uh and our ad passes that are on our uh on our uh minted um twitter so i mean the art is just awesome dude has a really cool style and i mean we're getting closer and closer to the the launch date of october 1st i mean it seems like it's gonna be tomorrow man <laughs> the yeah, way it is so <laughs> yeah so uh what uh made you guys decide um obviously nightbreakers is a great thing to to start off with but i see that uh, there's lots of projects now that are saying we're minted we're minting on minted can't wait to do it so how are all these projects going to be able to do that let's talk a little bit about what kind of tools you're building along with your platform Absolutely, man. So, I mean, first, first thing is like, we're not really the, the typical launch pad, right? We don't, 
we're not really cherry picking um, projects to launch. What we're trying to do is bring artists over who have no code experience, who really, you know, are maybe artists, but not really technical and give them a platform to be able to launch these collections on there. Um, you know, because I've actually talked to a lot of really talented artists that want to get into it. Then when you realize, you know, that there's a lot of coding behind generating a collection and, you know, I mean, they can do all the layers and everything, but first generating a collection in itself is one thing, then uploading to IPFS and then having uh, the data readily available, then launching a contract, you know, in order to actually perform a mint, there's a lot that goes into it, you know? So, I mean, you really have to be like technical and an artist and, you know, that's kind of like a fine line right there of people that we can, you know, <laughs> that, that have both of those skills. So our, our plan is just, is just to bring that to the masses and we're doing that with a code free solution well code free on the user end definitely not on our end but a, a code free solution that allows users to um, use what we call our our nft art generator and that is going to allow them to upload a folder um or a directory with a bunch of folders in it that has all their different layers um and they'll be able to structure their layers out set you know rarity percentages on on um each item in there so if you have a folder that contains all of the hats you know that a character is going to be that you know for a character um and then you know it'll dig a layer deeper and it'll be like hat one hat two hat three but maybe hat five you want to be like a one percent rarity so you'll put one percent in there in the text field next to it and and as long as everything adds up to 100, it'll generate, you know, randomly these NFTs um, using those percentages that you've given as guidelines. Uh, from there, you know, we give a preview of all the NFTs. And then um, once it's all ready to go, you download a JSON file and then bring that into Mint it and upload it when you create your collection. So there is a little bit of a manual process in doing that. Nothing too crazy or difficult at all. But, um, you know, as we grow over time, we're going to make it more and more seamless and um you know eventually um yeah i mean hopefully by the end of the year our goal is to have this platform that somebody can come with zero experience in crypto or cadena much less even cadena and be able to launch their launch their nft collection and and easily bring their you know their friends and, and family on so that requires more than just a platform it requires an onboarding solution that makes sense and is easy for everybody so that's the next big thing that we are tackling and that's going to not only play into mint it but to into the docushield app and into pretty much everything that we create and we got a lot of stuff that <laughs> that we're bringing on man so um yeah that's uh that, i hope that answers your question for sure yeah sounds like you guys are definitely uh got your hands full over there uh now i've been uh, part of some other systems like i said i've been on some other nft networks like elron where uh the, when i got into it i started making these pixel nfts and stuff and one of the platforms that you could go to was just like it was like one of their marketplaces but they had an nft creation system where pretty much you just upload your jpeg of what you wanted to mint and you could mint you know one-offs like just one-off nfts to sell them and things like that is that going to be an option for people who just want to sell their own individual art pieces and not so much you know a giant ten thousand piece collection yeah yeah absolutely now um we're focusing around the collections first but that'll be if not in this iteration uh in the next sprint we're gonna we're gonna release that um you know, but um, yeah, definitely, man, we're going to be able to just launch these singular one-off pieces and, um, 
make it easy for them to just upload it and then go. I mean, we're generating the metadata and doing all that stuff on the back end. Um, and what's going to be really cool, you know, with more, with more, you know, marketplaces coming up um, and using the Marmalade standard, uh, when users on the secondary market want to put something for sale that they previously bought, they could simultaneously list between marketplaces. And then, um, you know, wherever the purchase is made, would get the you know their their royalty cut um you know from you know the sale and it would automatically come off of the other marketplace so really that's another thing that's unseen anywhere else is the simultaneous listing and then the the, the interoperability between the two marketplaces to say okay this one's sold let's take it off the market and every on every platform so um another i mean just another thing that, that shows kadena is really you know breaking the mold when it comes to nfts and, and the way that they're going to be handling the standardization behind it now when it comes to people uploading files and uploading their art uh, how are you guys uh, handling that are you doing it with your own servers or ipfs uh, yeah, we're, we're uploading the art to IPFS. The um, art generator lives on our own servers. And, um, you know, when it comes to creating collections with 10,000 and not having a, you know, not not overworking the browser and, you know, uh, causing it to 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 default out. I mean, there's that uh, you got to have some pretty beasty servers to do that. So um, we've had to, you know, really look at the way that we design the generator so that it doesn't take too long and and destroy the user experience, but still be able to handle, you know, these uh, these collections of up to up to 10K. So, yeah, but IPFS is going to be the main uh, gateway for all of the content that we're using. Uh, and we're also going to give a, a platform for users to create um, NFTs with, uh, you know, additional utility, like giving access to, you know, uh, certain comic books, documents, music videos, um, you know, albums, whatever, whatever the case may be that they want, you know, that, that they want uh, their users to be able to access. So that's another little thing we're building alongside of it. Um, to launch with uh, Minted and just give more, more tools uh, for the creators to use to offer more to the community. So pretty much you're building a side tool where say if a collection drops NFTs and you know they've mint out a whole collection that say they have a next collection and they wanna make sure that everyone who minted in the first collection is whitelisted for the next collection, that's something that you guys will be able to handle very easily. Will it be something that you already have the data for or will the projects have to provide a wallet list of holders? Um, so if it was holders, we would be able to access that data by reading the blockchain. That wouldn't be too big of a problem. But really what our solution is going to um, to cover. So, yes, we would be able to do that. But the solution that we're also building alongside of it is more for like the use case with Nightbreakers. Like, you know, um, as any of the NFT holders are going to get access to a comic book. So um, the creator, you know, um, of Nightbreakers would be able to come to the platform and it's going to be called Unlocked Directory. And they would um, purchase a directory NFT, you know, off of Mintit. And it'll be a low fee NFT, but they'll come in there, they'll connect their wallet. As soon as their, their wallet's connected and we see that they hold that NFT, um, it would allow them to create what we call a locker. So that locker 
um, they would be able to upload the content into like the comic book and then set the parameters for who can access that. So it would be, you know, the entire any any holder of the Nightbreakers collection will say. Right. They'll put all the, the information in there um, uh, in regards to the collection and then pretty much just save it right there. And now when a, the end user, the holder of the NFT comes to the website and connects their wallet, they're going to see a list of all the different lockers that they have access to. Maybe the Nightbreakers one, maybe the DocuShield one, you know, whatever's in their wallet that gives them access. They'll be able to go into these lockers individually and, uh, you know, get that content, whether it's a comic book, uh, you know, a record album you know music video whatever the case may be that definitely opens up the door for uh, a lot of different mediums to be able to do stuff with their nfts through your platform especially like you know uh, artists could sell nfts of their music and have their music and nfts uh, music and music videos and stuff as those locker type material and just opens up all of that for everyone which is really amazing to hear yeah, man, it, it really makes it, you know, easy for them to do it, because, I mean, if you're a musician, chances are you're not really, unless you're Stuart Popejoy, you're not really a coder, you know, uh, and and so, I mean, this no code solutions is what we're really aimed at and and empowering those creators to do what they do best and create and provide content and, you know, let us stick to, you know, to the tooling behind it. So we're really excited and we're really aimed at onboarding the next wave of, you know, users onto Web3. Well, I keep saying that the only way that we're going to really reach mass adoption with blockchain and Web3 is to make things turnkey for the user so that they don't even need to know that they're using blockchain or Web3. It just needs to it just is another website to them or another app or, you know, whatever. But you know, it's more secure, it's faster, it's more reliable. And uh, that's really just what the user needs. We gotta bring that before we even start teaching people about the, the very uh, intricacies of what they're actually doing behind the scenes. Exactly, man. We want we want people to come on our site and use it and be like, oh, what's this, this is crypto? This this is blockchain like what the what the hell like it's easy you know um that's that's what the re the reaction we want because i remember the first time i tried creating my my first bitcoin wallet way back um i wish i did because you know that would have been very valuable to have you know people were giving away like 50 bitcoin to join a newsletter and the but the process of creating the wallet was so difficult that even as a tech savvy person i was just like you know what fuck this i'm over it like hey um you know but we're slowly getting there man and, and it's going to be when we can get there and there's a seamless transition, you know, like the way you transition on your phone between email and text. You don't you don't need to know the back, the underlying technology behind email or, you know, SMS. Uh, you just, you know, click one app or click the other and then and easily use it. And the one thing I, I love about blockchain and the insurance, the emergence of web three is uh, something that I've been saying since I first learned about blockchain and what it could do is that it could solve about 99% of all of the security issues on the internet. Cause most people don't realize that the internet is like a 50, 60 year old system now that it started with. And it hasn't really like, they, it's like they've built upon a broken foundation and they just keep building on it and building on it and building on it. But web three is going to, go down and fix the foundation and make it secure first. And then you guys, projects like you are going to be building the next infrastructure on top of it. 
<laughs> Definitely, man. And that's what DocuShield's all about, you know, um, just adding more security, you know, to, to the platform and, and, and doing it in a way where, you know, like most, well, let's put it this way. Most hacks come from somebody on the inside, right? They know the data that's available. They know how valuable it is. And maybe they're a disgruntled employee. So they take that data and they, you know, monetize it. Um, it's human nature. But what uh, what we're building is going to be impossible for any of us to do that, you know? And that's really the next the next step, you know, in the evolution of document security is is making it that way so you, it's trustless you know um even if we wanted to we couldn't access it so i mean we're really excited uh you know about building that and you know docushield's like definitely you know our baby and we want to build it the best way we can which takes time and so in the mean you know we we put minted out as a marketplace to first have something out there so the users can can play with and it would be fun and then also to continually support the development that's necessary behind you know building the docushield application yeah, it, the the more infrastructure that people build, the better. Because you know, right now we're we're so small and we're just beginning that we need good solid infrastructure now before the hype comes and before the masses start piling on and start you know really lighting up Kadena, which you know we've seen some issues even in the past couple mints of projects, you know, with some uh, chain issues and things like that. So it, it's nice to see that, you know, some standards are being worked out, things are being nailed down, and that uh, you guys are building platforms that are going to help bring us to that next level. Definitely, man. And it, it it's not going to be perfect. You know, there's Kadena is, you know, as a whole, we're far from perfect, but everything's building and it's striving towards that. And, you know, we can see how hard the devs on Kadena work and, you know, the power behind it. I think that's why we're all here. So, yeah, uh, far from perfect, but it's going to be usable and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to be continually working on making it the best possible solution, not only in Kadena, but on, you know, out on the out on the web. Well, if you know, if if you don't have problems and if you don't have errors, then there's you don't grow, you don't build, you, you know, you just you just you're just sitting kind of stale at that point. You know, there's always going to be things that can be approved upon, be it Kadena, be it the actual platform itself, and it's all just a growing experience. Like blockchain is still only like ten years old, so it's you know it's not like it's it's an it's still brand new to even the world as a whole and it's just we're just so much in the infancy that it's it's hard to really claim that you know things are gonna get worse but they're gonna they, they have to get worse before they get better you can't make an omelet without breaking eggs right definitely man and, and you know when things when things go too a little too smooth or a little too well i actually get nervous you know I'm like, all right like come on hit me with it like i know something's gonna happen and and the longer things go really well the more it's gonna suck when when it finally hits the fan you know so um i think that you know during the building process over the last couple months um we've taken enough we've taken enough hits to um you know have some good trajectory for this <laughs> So uh, speaking of building for the past couple of months, I noticed you guys have been uh, talking a lot about your alpha creators past. So let's go a little bit into what all that's involved and how people are going to be able to get their hands on one. Absolutely, man. So the, the creator pass is one of the things that we're going to be offering. We're slated to um, actually start releasing uh, the uh, making it available for whitelisters on hopefully Monday, Monday, maybe Tuesday, uh, depending on how things go throughout the weekend and the conversations that we have with Kadena over, um, over, 
uh, Monday as well. But uh, the Creator Pass is going to be essentially a, a, a pass that you're going to need to you uh, to purchase um, to access the NFT generator and to be able to launch a collection on on mint it and now you, it's not just for one collection i mean uh that is going to allow you to launch as many collections as you want um so we're putting out a thousand of those to begin with and those are going to be the only ones that are alpha so that's going to come with reduced uh reduced royalty fees and things like that um and just you know showing the power again of utility behind nfts now um we are also going to be uh may possibly at the same time releasing um a doc bond nft that's going to go more into utilization of you know how uh how powerful the nfts here are on cadena are so we didn't do a second idea um which we were going to do but you know the marketing behind that is so so labor intensive we decided just to keep building but we have these tokens that uh we were going to use for that IDO, and we decided to use those to create something called a bond certificate or uh doc bond so essentially you'll come in purchase a bond for 250 kda that will that nft will represent a hundred thousand doc tokens at IDO price now you'll come to a platform um you'll come to the website and you'll stake that nft while that nft is staked you're generating 50 percent apr and that's claimable on a daily basis on a every 10 minutes however often you want to claim it if you unstake it you can go sell it on the secondary market do whatever you want but a year from the date so it'll go it'll run from november 1st 2022 to november 1st 2023 all that whole time it's going to be accumulating this apr 50 percent. i mean in the regular financial world is amazing and crypto doesn't sound like much but really it's it's the best we could do within our tokenomics you know and being realistic but anyway at at the at November 1st, 2023, those 100,000 DOC tokens in that bond are going to be released to the NFT holder. So essentially, um, it's a cool way to to lock up DOC and and not have you know a bunch of stuff dumping on the market. Allow people to make some passive income and you know uh, possibly sell that on the secondary market or, or do do whatever they want with it. But um, that's also going to allow us to you know, collect some, some funds to continue building, continue hiring and growing and, um, doing what we love to do best, man, put products out. Wow. Um, so these bonds, since, uh, a lot of people, you know, the, since the DocuShield IDO was a KYC process and people like myself who are, is in Canada, couldn't participate. Would I be able to buy one of these bonds now? Yes. Yes. So NFTs are strangely, um, unregulated at this point i mean you can buy an nft with stripe you know here in the states if you want uh so an nft is seen as a piece of a digit so that means that's that's great for us it may be a gray area you know possibly um but you know um as far as breaking any straight rules uh that we've looked into it's it's not going to really give us it's not going to really be an issue um just being that it's presented as an nft or it is an NFT, not be presented as it's it's an NFT. It um, so, yeah, we'll make that contract available too. I mean, uh, for everybody to see um, and you know see the wallet that's holding the funds, see you know when the release is going to happen. You know, that's the cool thing about Pack Two is it's it's uh, it's reasonably um, you know readable to to just the untrained you know coder coding eye or you know the untrained eye when it comes to looking at code um so yeah we're going to definitely make that available for people to see that way like there doesn't have to be any level of trust you're going to see what's on chain and that's going to 
that's going to tell the whole story. Well, it sounds like uh, with this uh, little price dip in KDA recently that it might be a good time to stock up on 250 KDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's um, it's it's definitely going to leave room for growth. Um, you know, I, nobody knows what the market's going to look like next year. Uh, we know what our expenses look like next month, though. So we're definitely trying to, uh, you know, to keep to keep building and keep the pace going Um at the you know at the rate that we have been i mean we're uh, in the middle of development on a wallet as well the doc defi wallet that's going to be the first wallet on cadena to hold and display nfts so we're super excited to just continue building that and and man everything else i mean the cool thing about being on cadena right now is there's so much there's so much that's still needed as far as infrastructure goes um you know that it, we're in the position where we can we can place ourselves to provide that. So we definitely want to, you know, take full, um, you know, take advantage of, of the opportunity. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are uh, building a, a whole portfolio of tools just uh, that are going to just make everyone's life on Kadena a lot easier. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, we uh, I mean, we're all we all got the entrepreneurial spirit, especially, you know, uh, when I'm talking with Jules, who's uh, who's pretty much like, you know, uh, my right hand when it comes to kicking ideas around and, and fleshing them out. Um, dude has just as many wild ideas as I do. So the hardest thing sometimes is to to wrangle us back in. Like we got to check each other and be like, yo, yeah, yeah, hold on. We have about five things lined up. Let's just like, <laughs> it. it's a really good idea, but like, all right, let's slow it down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. <laughs> we've got a really good project manager. Shout out to Chris, um, who keeps us in check and tries to keep us all focused and online and, you know, and, and and with you know a path a path with a clear vision and um, because you know when you let dreamers take control man and it just <laughs> we had to check ourselves like what is it the first two weeks we're like okay like we need to get an experienced project manager in here and I told Chris when he onboarded with us like a big part of your job man is going to be to tell me no um, and to tell me like to stop and to focus and you know to settle me down so he's been doing a great job of that and and keeping us all organized and and um still able to you know make great strides yeah i can relate to that we uh we have our team managers are very good as well at keeping us all in line and focused on the job at hand because there's just so much that you want to do and you, you know with, when you have a very passionate team it's hard to really keep everyone's focus on okay let's get these things finished first and then we can do that <laughs> You know, like focus, focus, guys. <laughs> do your work, and then we'll reward we'll reward you with more work <laughs> that you want to do. <laughs> you know, no man, it's it's great. We we uh, we love it every day that we get to do it, no matter how stressful and and shitty the days can seem. Um, you know, when we look back at when I look back at it at the end of the day, you know, when I'm going to sleep, it's just like wow, I'm getting to do something that I love, and it was you know last year this time it wasn't even a, it it was like a a dream that was not even in like not even close to being attainable and now we're here building and it's it's amazing and i feel lucky and we have nothing but you know the cadena community to thank for that now you did mention that you're looking at getting your alpha creators pass uh, mint starting next week but have we any kind of timeline on when we're actually going to be able to see maybe like some sneak peeks of the actual ui and everything for minted itself um yeah that's gonna be the day we're gonna release uh you know the 27th 
uh, is the day that we're slated to go live with just the passes for sale. And then on the first, uh, we're going to go live with Nightbreakers um, in, in total. So um, we do have the site up and in, in sandbox mode right now or in test mode right now. And, um, you know, you fix one thing, it breaks another, especially with the UI. So we're, I would say we're not over 95% done, like on the, the visual aspects and everything there. Um, so we're going to be working hard over the next couple of days and through the weekend, you know, to get everything completely ready. But no matter what, I mean, we are we are sticking to that date to October 1st and um, we are <laughs> we're amped about it. I mean, you know, um, so oh, yeah, the, back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next the next the next uh, peak you're going to get is when things go on sale. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess uh, on Tuesday on the 27th, fingers crossed, we'll be able to uh, finally get to see what you guys have been working so hard on for the past while. I know I'm exactly. super excited to see it. It's beautiful. I mean, I'm, I like it and I usually hate, I usually hate my own work. Uh, but uh, I think, I think it looks really clean and, and, and I'm super proud of, of what we're about to, to unveil. Well, just just your little splash splash page that you have up right now with the white paper and saying coming live looks great just on itself. So I'm sure the what's behind it's going to look even better. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And if you guys haven't, make sure you guys go to uh, mintit.studio and download the white paper and give it a read because it uh, it's uh, quite a good read. It tell, definitely tells the story of what they were wanting to build and uh, their why they wanted to build it and how they're going to build it and pretty much everything that you need to know besides all the exciting stuff that we talked about here. So let's give, uh, is there any other alpha that either of you guys want to maybe drop today that maybe some, uh, if you have other projects maybe that you've lined up besides Nightbreakers uh, that you're going to be minting as like, now one other question I meant to ask as well is, is there going to be any kind of like verification uh, for actual big, uh, like if a big, huge, uh, project wants to get on board is like, you know, you're going to have a verification badge where docs, like where you get docs, the people and things like that. Absolutely. man. Yeah. And, um, we are going to be doing that, uh, doing verification, uh, well, verification badges. And, um, what essentially that's going to entail is a one-on-one -on -one meet with the team and, um, two forms of identification from the project leader. And that's going to stay private. You know, that stuff's it's not anything that we're going to, we're going to really make public unless, you know, um, unless there's a call for it for some reason or the other, you know, um, uh, some kind of, of, you know, kind of foul play or rug pull or anything like that, then, um, you know, that's, we, we got your info, but, uh, you know, hold you accountable. But aside from that, I mean, no, and it's, it's not a scalable solution to, you know, do verification this way, but um, it's how we're going to do it, uh, getting started, perfect the process and then uh, eventually automate it. But definitely in the beginning, it's going to be very important to protect our reputation and also to protect the investors. Um, so we'll be, you know, if you want that badge, it's going to be pretty much meet up with us, you know, tell us what you're doing and, you know, your plans and shoot me over your ID. Um, that way, you know, if you rug pull, we can hunt you down. <laughs> That's good to hear because uh, we do need a little bit of security when it comes to projects in the ecosphere. Just it's so easy once, you know, once people learn how to do it, you know, they can just 
do it over and over again. And we have seen bad actors across, you know, all the different networks and possibly here in Kadena as well. Since we're still we're still early, I haven't really heard of any rug pulls in the community for NFT projects yet. But you know that is definitely something that happens in this sphere and definitely something that you uh, should definitely try to find a way to circumvent as much as possible. But like you said, you know, the people are going to be able to mint on the platform. It's going to be an open platform for people to use. But if you want that badge of certificate of authenticity, you're going to have to earn it, which is good to hear. Yeah, man. And, and we luckily we haven't really came across anybody that even seems like a rug pool. You know, so much goes in, like so much work goes into building a community and getting your name out there and engaging. Like, you know, it's it's like you'd be, you'd, you'd be better off getting a full time job, dude. Like if you're planning on, on ripping off the community because there's just so much work and there's so many projects out there. And, you know, so I mean, we don't anticipate anything like that, but you got to cover the bases. And when you have a platform that's taking, you know, taking investments from people and facilitating facilitating those trades i mean you you just you got to do whatever you can um maybe in the future we can we can partner up with you know some other type of kyc solution but it would definitely be like a customized build out you know because we're not doing it for everybody we're doing it for the people that you know are um launching these projects and want that verification so we're learning as we go on that front it, it comes down to um of like i know when i go on other platforms and other marketplaces that have that kind of feature of verification badges for projects that, you know, it gives you a more of a sense of feeling safe to purchase in these projects. And people are tend to lean more towards those than the ones without it. Just, just, it's like, you know, it's like the verification badge on Twitter, you know, people seem to think that that, you know, means that that's a legit thing. And those are real accounts, even though, you know, turns out some of them aren't even real accounts on Twitter, but uh, it's good to, good to hear that you're actually, you know, trying to bring that kind of security and safeness to your space, because like we've been working with uh, trying to figure out a way to bring that to our website as well, but not, in, but in a decentralized kind of manner where the community can have their say as well uh so we were thinking of maybe implementing like a voting system like a thumbs up thumbs down maybe or like even a report buttons for people to report things it, it's just so it's hard to hard to find that balance definitely man and we do have a report button on on the nfts and stuff as well to kind of get in there and yeah man i mean it's it's also the balance between centralization and decentralization that you know you want to keep an eye on and you know we're we're, we're like blockchain maxis as far as decentralization goes i mean yeah i mean it would be it would be amazing uh to have everything running in a completely decentralized manner but uh you know that's that's in my mind far in the future the first step is is getting the blockchain tech to be to be adopted as it should be because it's it's immutable and it's it's powerful as hell very well said yeah it's definitely it's uh it's, it's something that we need to build towards uh, that has always been the goal of blockchain and uh like crypto ever since its invention is to get away from the centralized system and put the power of control into the hands of the people and you know things with DocuShield, for for example, is going to help people do that because one thing I've always learned, like as soon as I learned about NFTs and really what's behind them, and the fact that you could store any kind of real information you want in an NFT, and it's secured right to your private key, and if you're a prop doing things properly in crypto, no one should ever be able to access your private keys ever. 
You should be mm-hmm. have that stuff on secure lockdown through either backing up a phrase or having your actual, you know, if it's an actual uh, core wallet, having your DAT file backed up or whatever. But, you know, as long as people learn that basic rule, then, you know, you can secure anything almost when it comes to NFTs, like documents, health records, like the it's limitless what you can do. Yeah, cryptography, I mean, is amazing. And when you combine that with Kadena and the amount of on-chain data that, that can be held, uh, you know, solely on this blockchain, it it really opens up, you know, dozens of doors that, you know, you couldn't even imagine. So, I mean, the future is really promising, especially on Kadena with with what they're doing and, you know, as far as what we can, what we can do on-chain, you know? For sure. Well, you guys have been absolutely amazing. I've learned so much about both projects and we definitely have to hook up and do a one-on-one with both of you separately because I could easily go on for an hour with both of you just on each platform, on the platform itself and on the NFTs because both have just so much integral stuff behind them because you guys seem to have been it's everything's so well thought out and planned and everything has a, a, a road a clear roadmap and goals and that's really what you need to do with a project is have clear goals to achieve and just keep working towards those so i'm super excited to see everything that both of you guys have in store uh, i'm gonna see quickly here if anyone listening has any questions maybe go ahead and throw your hand up or you know ask a request to speak and get a few couple of questions in here from the community. But uh, I'm absolutely blown away by both of you and I can't wait to hear what you guys have in store and definitely will be getting my hands on some, uh, an alpha creators pass, maybe a bond and definitely some night breakers NFTs because I definitely want to watch these things transform. (laughs) Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Now, will I be able to see, like, if I was, say, like, signed into my wallet at 12 o'clock, will I actually see the transformation of these NFTs? Yeah, yeah, and we're planning on, like, oh, we're talking to, uh, I'm talking to Adrian, but we're planning on having, like, a, a sun and a moon as well on the collection page. So you can actually, so uh, it'll switch between the sun and the moon based on the UTC time. But when you log in, yeah, you'll be able to see it, like, like you'll switch, like, you'll reload the page and then it'll mutate into the, the new one. If uh, if you're talking, I don't know. You're muted. Um, <laughs> it was a little bit of silence right there, so I don't know. Oh, sorry about sorry about oh, that. Yeah. I must have double. I must have okay, double clicked there. No, uh, I, I can't. I, I was just saying I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to be able to see this. Uh, see them mutate. That's because it, it's such a cool feature and something that I've never been able. People have never been able to see before, and yeah, also having like a. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think what's cool as well is that there's going to be like it's going to be one of one during the day and at night. So there's going to be rarities during the day and at night. And that's never been done before. So I wonder how the floor is going to react. I wonder how people are going to trade them and um, take a look at them. Cause when you're buying it, you're really buying like two, two, you're buying two parts of it. Right. So you want to make sure that both of them um, fit like what you're looking for. Yes. It's almost like two NFTs built into one pretty yeah. much. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we had uh, one person step up and had a question. So if you want to go ahead, please uh, feel free to, ask your question uh, Kadena crew yeah yeah uh great twitter oh sorry I, I accidentally hit mute everyone sorry about that go right back ahead <laughs> I was can, yourself. Can, I hit the wrong button. can you hear me yep you're good go right ahead uh yeah i was just saying that it's a great twitter spaces man i really appreciate it i, d- I had a question about the uh 
<clears throat> bond purchased uh, uh, fermented. Uh, is there a limit on? Uh, is there a limit on uh, how many? Or maybe. Yeah, yeah. We're we're putting a limit on the white soldiers for two, and um, I think we're gonna hold we're gonna hold to that limit all the way through. We were discussing maybe doing five on the on the public round, um, but there will be there definitely will be a limit. Yeah, uh, five or two, definitely two in witness, maybe two in public. So has has there been a whitelist? Uh, has that been given out yet on those or no? Uh, no, no, not on not on the uh, the bonds yet. Only on the creator passes. Um, uh, we just I just got the contract back for the bond. Uh, so <laughs> now we're like, okay, cool, let's do it. Uh, you know, uh, so before that, it was still like, all right, well, you know, are we gonna have to push this back a little bit? Um, how are things gonna go on you know testnet? And but things uh, look solid and. And so now, uh, probably starting this weekend, we're going to start doing the whitelist push. All right, man. That's great. Awesome. Good job, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you very much for the question. I don't know if you guys uh, can hear me. Great to hear that. My um, Twitter's glitching. No, yeah, you're, yeah, we... you're good. I can hear you. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, sounds good I here. Hear, um, I can hear it. I can hear anyone else, but I'm going to rejoin. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was absolutely amazing everything that you guys have told tonight. It's just like there's so much that can be done in this space. And definitely the uh, tools that you guys are building with Minted and DocuShield are definitely going to help lead the way. And then Nightbreakers is building such a, a unique project that's going to show people exactly what you can do with this system. There's so much that can be done with Kadena and Pact and people are just going to get to see it and actually start to get their hands on seeing what can actually be done. So thank you both of you guys for being here tonight and telling us about this. It's been absolutely amazing. Anytime, man. Thank you. Thank you for hosting. Yeah. We really appreciate and it. And before we end the space, maybe we can give out some whitelist spots because we have a few left. So, um, uh, how do we do this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Twitter picker? How does that work? Uh, let's, let's do uh, the Discord. Let's do Discord. I think that's easy. Discord. Okay, so whoever doesn't have a whitelist spot yet, you guys can just like hop into our Discord. The link's in our Twitter bio, and like the first, I don't know, five or ten people will, will like message back on Discord. Um, just say minted or something, and then uh, you guys will get whitelist. Yep. And, there you uh, go, folks. <laughs> Yeah, and today um, we're also doing a giveaway with Cameron Bright. Um, he's gonna, we're gonna be posting it a little bit later. Actually, Cam's gonna be posting it when he gets, uh, when he gets back to his machine. So keep an eye out there, and it's gonna be, you know, share, like that, that kind of a, a thing. So um, yeah, follow our boy Cameron Bright. Um, great, great uh, influencer in the Kadena space, and uh, you have the opportunity to get that whitelist for the Creator Pass. Awesome. So you guys heard that great opportunity to, uh, I see that the Kadena crew has their hand up. If you want to speak go right ahead, feel free to say what you need to say. No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I had my hand up for the white list. Oh, that's all right. No worries. So make sure you join their discord and uh, hop in there and try to get yourself one of those. Cause uh, yeah, there's all a bunch of people. I'm in there. Um, wait, let's see how many, I think there's more than five, 10. <laughs> Uh, there's like like two more two more spots left. Oh, we got yeah. one more request to speak here. Katie Crocs sneaking in. Hey, right, go ahead if you have a question there, Katie Crocs. Feel free. Hey, all, how's how's it going? I want to say hello to Minted, 
Nightbreakers. That was, uh, that was excellent. You guys answered a lot of questions. And um, I, I've been following you guys in Discord Nightbreakers for a while and just hearing you guys expand on, you know, the entire project. That was uh, it's pretty impressive, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, first question is for Minted and then one for Kadena Project. So um, I know you said October 1st, we're going to be able to uh, see the UI and actually check it out and stuff like that. Um, we'll, we'll be able to like, uh, create an account and try to, uh, uh, test out like mi minting our project before we actually launch or how, how does that work? Uh, so we do have a test net, uh, that we would be able to, uh, that we would be able to introduce you to, um, if you want to test out the mint beforehand. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely just like, um, holler at us after the Nightbreakers release and we'll get the test net ready, you know, to start onboarding, uh, people that way through there. And was there a second part to the question? My bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I the, just the second one's for Kadena projects. Um, I wanted to oh, okay. schedule uh, an AMA, but that, that was the, I, I'll just message him directly. But uh, that was the main question. I want to know if there was a test network where we can try it out. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep that up too. And uh, we'll start scheduling people to onboard on the test net um, next week. Uh, we'll start doing all the project mints outside of Nightbreakers on the uh, 7th is when we'll kind of open it up to the public. So um, I'd say after the first, you know, maybe um, just give us a shout and we'll introduce you to the test net environment. Excellent. And j just one quick question. Are you Mike, Kadena Mike on Discord? Uh, no, no, no. I'm uh, on Twitter. I'm also powerful. Um, oh. Adrian. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike's on the DocuShield account. Yeah, right. right. That's right. But I, I've, been, I've been talking to him back and forth also in, in Minted chat. That's why I was just asking. Yeah, yeah, Mike runs both socials uh, for, for this. No matter where you go, you're talking to Mike. Uh, <laughs> he does a hell of a job, man. I got to tell you. He's all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Mike's Mike. we, should, we should bring him up on stage. He's right here. <laughs> Get him all shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as far as the question of uh, requesting an AMA through us, uh, you can actually go to KadenaEcosystem.com and to our calendar section. And there's actually a request an AMA form. Uh, you can just click the button and fill out the form and we'll hit you right up. Excellent. I appreciate that info. Awesome. Oh, yeah, we're also, also right out. now we're, oh, sorry, I was just going to say right now we're booked until October 21st. So like we, we we're pretty much booked almost a month in advance. So okay. make sure you get so your I'll request for October 21st. <laughs> well, that's how we're booked <laughs> until then. The twenty, the twenty sixth is our next. Uh, I got you. I'll go next, through the form. Man, next open one. Yep. All right, thanks. Well, awesome guys. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add to uh, yeah, this, but gonna, uh, this has I been. I was going to drop some yeah, regarding the um, whitelist uh, price. So, like, whoever's whitelisted, it's going to be a cheaper mint um, over public. So, um, there you go. It's going to be cheaper for whitelist than public mint. Want to give maybe a ratio of like a percentage difference? Um. I'd say between five and um, eight KDA difference. Oh, there you go. That's a savings. The savings is a savings. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how many you get, but for sure. Now, when it, when it comes to the whitelist, uh, I assume, like, for example, if a project has a bunch of whitelists for their project that they're minting on your platform, they have to uh, give you guys a list of the addresses to whitelist, or will that be a, another thing that they'll yeah. be able to turn key do themselves? 
Good question, man. Yeah, our art generator actually allows for the upload of a CSV file. So um, you'll be able to have all your whitelists right there in an Excel spreadsheet. Um, you know, just list it in a column and then save it as a CSV. We'll have a little tutorial for people who, who aren't tech savvy on doing that. And um, yeah, upload that to the, and then set, you know, the dates of the whitelist um, through, you know, a little, a little calendar text field. And uh, that's, that's pretty much it. So it'll be, um, it'll be really easy to do. Just upload the file set how long you want that whitelist to be for and um, leave the rest up to the platform. Awesome. That sounds super easy. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I want to thank both of you guys for joining us tonight. That was an absolutely amazing AMA. We've learned so much about both platforms and both projects. And uh, I, like I said, I would love to have both of you individually do an AMA with us. So let's uh, keep in touch and maybe set that up for the future. Maybe after you guys have, you know, launched everything and, you know, things are going well, we can have a nice little uh, follow-up. Well, we'll go after Crocs. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. There you go. All right. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us tonight. It was an absolutely amazing talk. And make sure you guys go check out Mint It. Check out Nightbreakers. Learn everything there is to be about them. Get your Alpha Creators Pass and make sure to get yourself some Nightbreaker NFTs when they mint. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. No problem, man. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Nightbreakers and Minted AMA, hosted by the Kadena Project Network, recorded on Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Faces.